friends. Thanks for listening to Pick Your Battles. I'm Kayla. And I'm Dana. And we have our first, I want to call you like our first organic guest. Yeah, I love that. So our guest, Steph Tusignant. So Steph found us and reached out to us and asked if we were looking for guests. And hello, we love that. We're always looking for guests. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Steph. Thanks for reaching out. Oh, yeah, no, no problem. I'm just looking for podcasts to come in and talk to other moms and talk about my book and I don't know, chit chat. Of course. So how did you just out of curiosity, like, how did you find us just like searching or I do a uh, search for parenting podcasts on Instagram. Hashtag parenting podcast. Heck yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, what we're doing works, yeah. I guess it sounds like. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your family. What's your family like? So I have big kids. I have a 10 year old and a 14 year old and my 14 year old is a freshman in high school. Oh, <laughs> which was a little bit weird to be honest. I went to the first day of high school and all the girls were dressed like they were when we were in high school. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's the nineties again. This is so weird. Right. I was like, okay, I can't, I don't know how to handle this right now. Um, but you know, he's in like sports shorts and a t-shirt and I'm like, same, same guys. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and my, my 10 year olds in fifth grade, and then I am married to my high school sweetheart. Um, so it's been a long time. Um, but we took college off, which was a good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we live in San, we live right outside of San Francisco, just right over the Golden Gate bridge in Mill Valley. And we have three cats. We have tons. Of, well, we have a ton. We're a pet family. I yeah, love it. I love that. <laughs> My dog is literally sitting on the other, just on the other side of the screen yeah. looking at us like, wow. She's like she's very, I don't know. Why are you so, can you lay down? I actually might take a picture. You're making me so good. uncomfortable. Also good for social media. I was going to say, that's a great photo for social because <laughs> when you, when you listen, you would never know you had a dog like Whoa. in the room. So this is slowly and there she is <laughs> oh you're not a small dog either no she's a, she's i mean she's small for our dogs yeah um she's the smallest of all of our of our dogs yeah. but she's um i've been gone for for work for five days so she's like mom she like won't <laughs> leave me alone and we have um a hamster and we have lots of fish and we actually just had a hamster pass away huh. And that was a very traumatic event in our house recently because my one year old is the pet child. My other one likes the animals, but he's like, I don't want to take care of them. Yeah. Um, but my 10 year old is definitely the one who really loves pets. And so he's always asking for, you know, a dog or another cat or, you know, and it was a really, really hard week last week. <laughs> I haven't laid in his bed and like with him to go to sleep for years. And it was like every night. And I was like, am I gonna end up sleeping with my 10 year old for the rest of my life? Oh no. <laughs> Happening again. Oh, what <laughs> was the hamster's name? Dennis. 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 R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. <laughs> And now a week later, I told him we were going through a heat wave and I said, you can't get another hamster during a heat wave. It's just irresponsible. Let right. them sleep yeah. echo in the air conditioning. Right. And so we got a new hamster and his new name is Pants. Pants. Yes. Love that. Does it look like he's wearing pants? No. 
because <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be logical right. <laughs> oh my god but it was just hilarious and it's it's kind of a roundabout way of talking about what i do which is which is i talk to parents about gratitude and he's lying in bed the first night after his hamster died and he was just like i'm just so i'm so upset and i can't stop being upset and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like everyone feels that way when they lose someone. And he was like, mom, I even tried to make a list of things that I'm grateful for while I'm sad. And I was like, so how'd that go for you? Yeah. And, and it's like, I kind of know how that goes because that's sort of like when you have a screaming baby in your ear and someone's like, you should be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Not and it's on. like, that's not going to work. And right. he was like, it didn't work, mom. I can't believe it didn't work. And I'm like, no, I think that's okay that it didn't work because forcing ourselves to feel, you know, thankful when we're just horribly upset, it's not going to work. Right. It happens when you have a big emotion like that. You know, when you're sad, you need to just feel the sadness. And it's like, when you're holding a screaming baby, you just kind of need to like bounce, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and not be like grateful, like just like, this is it. Like, it's not gonna last. Maybe yeah. that's what you say, like, it's not gonna last. But it's just funny because I think that when you talk to parents about gratitude, a lot of the time they feel very um, defensive mm. because they're like, oh, she's gonna be like, telling me to be grateful when like i'm burnt out i'm stressed out my partner isn't helping a lot you know yeah. what have you all the list of things that are constantly running through our heads or i'm just a bad mom and i know it right yeah. and it's like it's not really like my jam and i was so happy he reminded me of that because it was just sort of like yep yeah, let's be sad and he, and he kind of, and he reminded me of the thing that my therapist says to me all the time when I'm feeling a big emotion. And I was like, oh, here we go. This is what we are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be feeling the emotion in our body right now, right? We're not mm -hmm. supposed to be feeling it like, and making it go away. Like, yeah. let's just be sad. And so we laid there together and I let him just be sad. And I, I said, you know, like, let's describe it in your body. What does it feel like? Is there a color? Is it crunchy? You know, like we just went through it. And the hysterical crying of sadness where he was trying to fix, fix, fix became this more just like calm, like I'm upset, but I can breathe now. Right. Yeah. And that's like, that's the difference between like toxic positivity, right? Where like everyone's like good vibes only and like just be happy, yes. you know, or remember that they're only little ones yeah right and and really accepting that there's going to be really bad times and like things are going to suck yeah right but i guess it's more for me my mission and the thing i like to talk to moms about is like it's about what you're saying to yourself in that moment right like you shouldn't be sad or it's your fault right it's yeah. your fault you left the hamster door open it's your fault that the baby's crying because you fed her too late right yeah. and now she's off schedule or what have you so it's more about remembering their we're good people and we're good moms and that during those moments the things we say to ourselves matter and so having a gratitude practice practice really does help you to retrain your brain to look at that and it's not and not to constantly be like i'm so broken because i'm sad mm -hmm. right yeah um so it's really i 
kids do that, right? They're, you kind of go through these like, I mean, I'm writing a book on gratitude right now and parenting and I have this in my head this whole time. And then there's my son reminding me like, you can't do it when you're sad mom. And you're, I'm like, you're right, you're right. And it's a good reminder for even me when I'm like frustrated and I'm like, I should just make a list of gratitude and then I'll feel better. And it's like, no, no. you're not gonna right. feel, better feel that frustration. That's fascinating. Right? What um yeah. what is your what is your background? Is it in psychology? So I no, actually my background is in child development. Oh, so nice. I have had a 20 year career as a professional nanny. Nice. Um, and my parents actually owned five child cares when I was growing up. So I have been taking care of children since before I was probably allowed to. And since you were a child. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the oldest of five kids. So you know that role. I don't know yeah. if you guys know that role, but it's I a well-documented role. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a parent before you're ready to be a parent. So um, I've been studying child development forever, and I have been around parents forever and families. Mm -hmm. And the thing that always is consistent is that the moms are always tired and they're harried and they're just overwhelmed. And it's just like we are giving ourselves such a hard time. And even if you do have the help of a professional nanny or even if you do send your children to child care, you're, it, it doesn't, you know, that mental load doesn't get any lighter. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And the, the way you treat yourself only changes when you choose to start changing it. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's why I started to dig into the practice of gratitude. And I'm really more of like an enthusiast here, like not an expert, but an enthusiast. And I discovered that I felt so much better when I was just constantly reminded of all the good things I was doing instead of just focusing on like the tantrum that happened in Target, mm -hmm. right? Because at night when I was in bed, that would be the only thing I was thinking about, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. it clouds it out because that's what I found out is called a negativity bias. Like yeah. that's part of our like evolution. It's not weird. It's actually there to keep us safe. The issue is, is that we don't really need it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so moms, especially, we're all in this very stressful situation called parenting. And like, we're just always thinking about our mistakes. And so we just have to learn to train our brains to really notice that we are really doing a lot of awesome things every day. Yeah. So <laughs> like what do lot. you what do you do? How do we train our brains to kind of flip that switch? What do you recommend? Right. I mean, part of the way that you can do it is the list of 10 things. So every morning I make a list of 10 things. Okay. Now I don't typically recommend that to moms that have young babies right or if your toddler wakes you up by jumping on you like that's yeah. not going to really work um so then i have what's called the baby step which is you do the 333 alarm so every day at 333 you list three good things and let's do it we're gonna do it so like let's think we can you can do lots of things you can do three things you're good at three things that are going well three things that make you happy three foods you like three ways you helped people, something positive, right? Okay. Okay. So let's see, do you, can you think of three things that you are good at as a mom? I can go first while you're thinking. Yeah, why don't you go first? It's, it's hard, <laughs> you have to, that's why you have to get into the rhythm of it. And that's what every day, doing that every day really does um, train your brain. Okay. So I'm really good at 
making sure always I'm making sure that my kids always have water. It's a weird one, but I ever since that. they were babies, they've always had water, like just like a sippy cup of water. And now they go to school and they have their water. And so I know that even if they're in therapy, they're going to be really well hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even if they're incarcerated, right? they're going to ask for water. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's a good one. And I'm, I'm also really good at being um, okay when they don't want to eat like a meal. I've gotten better at that. Yeah. So over time, it's sort of like, okay, I have to trust that they know how to listen to their bodies, right? Yeah. This is what That's we're trying to teach our kids anyways. And it's like, they're not, they're not underfed. They're fine. Um, and the other way that I, I am always trying to be a good mom is I'm trying to say I love you as much as possible. And it's to the point where like they say I know at this point or like yeah. mom, you know? And it's like, great. That means I'm doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. If they're tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's a, good. Those are good. Those are good. Did you think exactly. of one? Okay. I have, um, I'm good at not letting Mason eat too many sweets or really sweets at all. Um, I had, I had another one and I lost it. Uh, oh, I'm really good at getting down onto her level and playing with her. I agree with oh, that. Oh yeah. That one's really good. Yeah. Um, and I'm really good at reading books to her. You those did are my both of those things earlier today. Yeah, I'm really good at them. You are really good at them. <laughs> um, it's funny. The first three things that I thought of for being a good mom actually have like nothing to do with being a mom. I'm curious. Does that make sense? Okay. Now we're really curious. Yeah. Maybe they are. <laughs> so I'm really good at my job. No. I love my job. I'm yep. really good at my job. Um, uh, okay. So the first one, I guess maybe didn't have to, um, I'm really good at balancing like baby talk to him with like talking like a, an adult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the third one, I'm really good at like soaking in the little moments, but I also feel like that's partially like because of Zoloft. <laughs> like, well, we'll take it. <laughs> that one is a win. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first one that you said about work is actually um, a really good one too. I agree. Because it sounds like you yeah. really like what you do. I do. I love it. It makes you happy. And you're modeling. Yeah. yeah. And then you're modeling doing something that you love for you know what I mean? You're modeling a definition of success that right. maybe is a little bit different than what we grew up with, which was just make a lot of money. You know, yeah. you have to really love your job, like to stick with it and to come home happy. Mm -hmm. right? And so I think that's actually a really great one. I yeah, because I think that makes me and I feel like I've said this before, but I feel like that makes me a better mom is yeah. like I know that when I drop him off at daycare, I work from home, I come back mm -hmm. and I work. Or I go, like I was just gone for five days for a work trip and I come back, but I feel so confident in yeah. like the work that I do that it, that I don't mind. I also, I know he's in good hands with my husband, so I'm not worried about it, but I feel like when I come back, I'm like, I deserve it and yeah. I can come back and be fine. Yeah. 
That's good. So that's I, I also think you're probably modeling, you know, some boundaries too, where it's like, you no, know, like mommy has her work. Like this mm -hmm. is what I do. And like, you know, you have your friends at school, right? right. Yeah. And so that's awesome too. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, the other there's, I mean, like I have so many gratitude practices that I do, but that's always the easiest one because it reminds you every single day and over time it will build up obviously and becomes a lot easier. And by, you know, by like two weeks in, you're doing what you're grateful for because like you've had enough of, you know, all the good things you do. Yeah. So you mean, so like, so set an alarm at 3.33, yeah. I'm guessing PM. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, it could I mean, be AM. There were times where I, and it's funny because it isn't like every horror movie, like you wake up at 3.33. <gasps> it's like, yes. Like the time of the devil. <laughs> yeah. But that's AM, not PM. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, PM time of gratefulness. Okay, great. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Um, and so set an alarm like you would for, I don't know, like your birth control and just yeah. set up. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, take your birth control, whatever. And then write down three things. That's a good idea. That's I love cool. that. I should, we should do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I like that. That's great. And then you can keep them in a note in your, in your phone too, if you want, you don't even need a paper, right? Yeah. yeah. I list them in my head. I mean, it's really more about the idea of looking around your life for those three things. Because yeah. what you're doing is you're actually stopping for a moment and instead of the habitual thoughts or just like randomness about what's going on in your mind, you're actually being present. And so I always say that gratitude really does lead to kind of like easy mindfulness. And it's like, as moms, we don't really have time for quote unquote mild mindfulness, right? Mm -hmm. But this is actually mindfulness. <laughs> it's just in the guise of gratefulness and yeah. it's great. I love it. And that's why I do my my list of 10 every morning because 10 really pushes me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get through like two or three and it'll be like, okay. And I also don't do repeats. I do it Monday through Friday and I don't do repeats, which is like, yeah. So it's that's math. What is that? Regular. 100? What? Monday through 50. Friday. It's 50. 50. 50. 50. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a math podcast, people. All right. <laughs> no, no. Um, and so I lose. Yeah, I stop and I'm like, crap. Now what? I'm on four. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I already said slept well yesterday. Right. <laughs> right? I already drank so water. Drank, Damn it. Yeah. And, and almost made my water roll. That never happens. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it forces me to look over the day before. And so I literally sit there and go, okay, what happened in the morning? And, and then I go through and I look and I pick up all these seeds. I'm like, crap, I can't believe I missed him hugging me. Like he came over one day, my son, I took him fishing and he came over and he gave me a big hug. And he was like, I so appreciate you bringing me fishing, even though you don't really like it, mom. So much. And I'm like, the next day, I can't think of what to be grateful for. And I've Aww. been doing this for three years. And I'm like, this is this is the brain in action. Yeah. We're missing all those things, right? Like, yeah. that's that's a moment. That's a memory moment for him, maybe even. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, what did we even do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to be grateful for? Oh, that's, right. so that's so sweet question though i would love to hear about your books the one that you've published and the one that you're working on i want to hear all about them sure so i wrote um the middle of the night book mm -hmm. like during the pandemic 
Okay. It actually kind of it been brewing for a while, and I was doing a beach trip once a month. I because I live in San Francisco or nearby, and so we have wonderful beaches. And I was just like walking on the beach, and I was like, "Up oh, there's the book," and it just like came, and I had to like write in my notes, and it's based on a body scan meditation for babies and toddlers. So it's like it's all it's following the moon and the moon is the one that's telling them like oh you're awake in the middle of the night you need to relax your body and then you go through all the different parts of their body and it's a counting book as well so you do like relax your 10 fingers and you've one pulsing heart and it's really pretty um and it slowly soothes them and helps both them and you to regulate so okay. we're gonna go from like i'm really like scared and awake and screaming and you know those like mm -hmm. middle of the night, like why am i awake toddler moments yeah um to okay like i'm okay i'm in my body i'm no longer freaking out because like i'm grounded and mom feels mom seems pretty good too right i wrote it because for me at least and i don't know about you guys but the middle of the night was always my biggest um failure moment that's what mm. i used to think at least right yeah. it was like the thing that i really kicked myself for the next day like oh i can't believe i held him again i was i was on my last like my i have two sons and my my youngest was definitely a little bit harder of um a sleeper and i would be rocking him and i'd be like i have to stop doing this i have to stop doing this i need to put him down he needs to go to sleep awake all the things that you know people say yeah and I would rock him to sleep. And then I would I'm, I, I would berate myself going to sleep. And then I'm now I'm looking back and I'm going, he was your last baby. Yeah. And I knew that. I knew I was only having two kids. And I'm yeah. like, what were you doing to yourself? Right. Right? It's so sad sometimes what we do. And so I wrote the book so that way parents would have a tool in the middle of the night and they could just like go, okay, I have the book. And that's what happened with my second book, which is a book for, it's a self-help book for moms. Okay. And it's not ready yet. It's definitely in its second draft phase, but it's basically, I'm calling it tentatively good AF mom. And it's going Love from that. WTF to good AF in 90 days. Love nice. that. I know. I, I mean, I love it too, because I wrote it because I needed it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I and it was the way that I survived the pan the pandemic. Well, when I was crisis schooling in the pandemic. Right. Oh, so my God. Every day yeah. I just gave myself one goal, which was I'm going to write 500 words and I'm going to learn more about gratitude because I had been using it for a while and it seemed to be working. And I had always kind of had like the side project of working on like a, a parenting journal for myself. Mm -hmm. And I always came up with new ones and all my, you know, good girlfriends are, have these like printed copies in their houses. They've been always testing them for me. And the gratitude was really working. And so I was like, I'm going to research this and I'm going to start writing because it's starting to have an effect on me. Like I feel different. Yeah. Um, and so I did that. And by the, you know, end of the pandemic, it was like a year. I had like a 60,000 word book. This gratitude part is going to make a difference. I mean, my husband was like, you're different. <laughs> after how long um maybe like three months oh okay so it wasn't like yeah. years i mean that's like a no not that long of a time right no it's not really that long and that's why i 
chunked up my book into 12 weeks because I was like, I think I can do, I think I can get people to what I call the juicy pause in 12 weeks. And the juicy pause is like, you know, when everyone gives you parenting advice and then you try to do it and you're like screaming, like you're like, wait, this isn't gentle parenting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very gentle. This is stupid. And like, I don't think I can do gentle parenting. Right. And it's yeah. like, no, actually it's because no one's teaching us how to not be triggered. And it's like, the juicy pause is the break that you have the tiny little pause before you flood with overwhelm or before you throw the groceries down on the kitchen counter yeah. or before you just slam the door and walk out because you're so pissed because someone didn't empty the dishwasher, right? Yeah. It's like just that little moment where you get a choice and that's what mindfulness can get you to. And so the goal is, is that in 90 days or 12 weeks, it's like, a reader can get there every once in a while and they can feel that for themselves and be like, wow, I want more of this. So what do I do? How do I get more of this? Right. Yeah. And you can double down on yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what, so what if let's say, I'm just thinking this is something I would do I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, we're doing good. I'm like get hitting all those juicy pauses feeling like I've, I'm don't overreact. And then the one time you do overreact, how do you not like become hard on yourself for being like, you idiot, you spent 12 weeks trying to avoid this and then it, everything you worked for, like it just happened. Like, how do you not come down right. on yourself? I think that um, that comes with the territory. So as you're doing this work, you end up really realizing that you're not all bad, right? And so if you're ultimately good on the inside, when you make a mistake, you're a lot easier on yourself. Mm. You let yourself off the hook a lot quicker because it's just, um, you don't believe it anymore. Oh, thank well, you guys so much. Oh, yeah, thank you thank for, you. we were so excited. Yeah. I was like, wait, neither of us know this person. Yeah. This is just like a random, like, like someone that listens and wants, I was like, yes, 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 yeah, yes. That was awesome. Hashtags matter. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> All the hashtags. Thank All you right. so much, yeah, Steph. Yeah, yes. Talk to you. All right. Bye. Well, I'm, I have gratitude for this podcast. Oh, me too. That's great. Those all make sense. It all sounds like things that we could do. Yeah. And you know what else? I had admittedly a pretty hard day with Mason, but just saying those three things kind of, they, it grounded me and it, I feel a lot better about today. Yeah. So. And I think it's hard too for people in general to say compliments about themselves. Oh, totally. Or to give themselves compliments. Yeah. I'm the first person. I love giving people compliments. But like you tell me like, oh, you look so cute today. And I'm like, it thinks it has pockets. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's from Goodwill. Yeah. I panic. Yeah. Um, and so And then throw in complimenting yourself for parenting. Like Right. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So that's really great. Three at three thirty three. Whoever does it, let us know. Tag us in it. Yeah. <gasps> mm -hmm. We should do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it as well. Cool. This, I don't have a birth control arm anymore. I mean, clearly me either. So... <laughs>
Yeah. We'll work on that in the future. (laughs) So with that, (laughs) just remember that it's okay to pick your battles. And it's okay if you pick the wrong one.